what a pee pee poo poo movie am i right this yeah is a... <laughs> i'm kira yeah i was wondering how um when we got to all those parts i was like i wonder how kira's gonna hold up during these uh pee pee oh, poo moments so much pee pee so much poo poo so much this... poo poo so much pee pee not on time for poo poo uh, <laughs> what i would say um i'm out we're of... back <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, what an appropriate return to form uh, for us. Well, uh, okay, so you were like, cool, we're like, I was like, yeah, we can record this week, like, I finished everything, I'm graduating college, and then I was like, do you want to watch something good or something fucked up, and you were like, something fucked up, <laughs> and I didn't know what to pick, so I panicked, and I said, pick a number one through three, and you said two, and I said hotel for dogs. <laughs> and I asked her what one and three were, and she said that's for another day. Um, here's here's a hint. There were no other choices. I just like scrolled and I panicked and I just clicked on. You said two. I wasn't really between any of them. I just uh -oh. scrolled. I panicked. I clicked on something, <laughs> and it was hotel for dogs. Oh, so. so there was okay. I thought those were other okay. Gotcha. No, I just wanted to give you the illusion of choice. Yeah, <laughs> it's really the trolley. Uh, yeah, with, uh, with, uh, watch Hotel for Dogs or like yeah. any other movie. Any other movie. So really, no matter what door I opened, it was Hotel for. It dogs. was. <laughs> it was Hotel for Dogs. By every choice I made in life led me to tonight, where I had to talk about Hotel for Dogs. Um, that's funny. Um, I yeah, I mean I. I don't know what to say because I when she told me that this was the movie this week I was like oh yeah that movie and usually I have like more affinity or like I have like something to say about a movie right off the top Yeah, like I have an opinion I'm either dreading watching it or I'm excited to watch it I had no feelings about watching this I was like oh yeah that's a movie that I saw when I was 11 um, and yeah I yeah <laughs> Did you, what are your memories with this movie? Oh, I have seen this movie so many fucking times. Oh, really? um, either on Nickelodeon or on DVD. Um, when I told my little brother that I would be watching this and talking about it for the pod, he said, oh, Grandpa's favorite movie, which I had forgotten. This is one that he enjoyed watching because he loves dogs mm -hmm. um, <laughs> very deeply. <laughs> and he used to drive um, a coach bus. Like, he would, like, drive, like, coach buses that were, like, hired for, like, school trips and stuff. And he would have this DVD in the bus and, like, play it for the kids on school trips. Um, that's really funny. This is a, this is a hella Greyhound or coach bus ass movie. Yeah. Uh, like, 110%. Like, this is a movie that you watch on your fifth grade field trip yeah. on the way to or from, from a field trip. And you watch half of it. Mm -hmm. And you either don't see the beginning or you And you don't, you don't the finish end. it. It's either you, or. You never finish it. Or you only see the ending. You don't see the first yeah. half. Because the bus um, driver forgot to, like, start from the beginning. Do you have, like, a vivid, like, bus movie memory? I remember watching All Dogs Go to Heaven. Um, Damn. On the way to, uh, on the way to St. Augustine, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even know what that is. It's just a Florida. Like, I know that it's in Florida, but what what's the deal? What's there? Um... There's like a I can't even tell you. It was like some stupid ass. Like you went to like an old they had like an old school there, like um 
where you went to like really old classrooms from the 1800s and like there's like a, like a sugar mill and like, <laughs> someone knows what i'm talking about but, school like, trips I, are just like insane this was this is like a third grade maybe second grade ass memory so i'm like running on the fumes here but i remember watching um all dogs go to heaven or mm. was it <laughs> was it that other or one? was it all dogs go to hell <laughs> no was it um oliver and company i can't remember it's something okay about dogs. wait hold up okay i have things to say about oliver and company and i decided while watching this movie that we should probably add that to the poll list i don't know if it's millennial canon Is but it the 80s? yeah but i i personally think that i need to talk about billy joel <laughs> We <laughs> on the pod and this um, is the only way to other than like 13 going on 30 that's the only way for me to talk about billy joel yeah we need to um what do you call it we need to do a disney kick like a little uh throwback to disney uh month we like we rarely do disney i think for good reason um I don't, have we ever done like animated disney other than like meet the robinsons <laughs> uh i, I don't think to... we have we gotta get a fact checker on yeah. the pod. Yeah. We need like a pay them, pay them with our Patreon money. Yeah. Um our McChicken budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the tweet that was like <laughs> it's like holds my McChicken sandwich out the window and like ashes off like the extra lettuce like a sacred. <laughs> <laughs> yo, for real though, because I have to like ask those bitches. I'm like, yo, white lettuce, please, on my McChicken. <laughs> Um, extra mayo, light lettuce, because um, I want to feel it coom when I uh, bite into it. Do you want? Um, do you want to hear Sean's order? Yeah, I want to hear it. He gets a McChicken. He hacks it. No lettuce, no mayo. Slice of cheese. Ah, you gotta so hack good... it. I do that sometimes, but not with the McChicken. I do it with the um, their chicken club sandwich where I add the cheese. Ooh. That's fancy. Yeah. Oh, it's real. Add bacon and cheese. On Damn. Bread. I have not. Slaps. Okay, this leads me to my first note on this movie. It made me want a hot dog so badly. It did the opposite to me. I, really? didn't, I didn't want a hot dog after this movie. Who is I... that guy? Like, in, like, the shorts, like, in the <laughs> high socks, just, like, disgustingly eating a hot <laughs> dog. I wish that was me. New York. Is this in New York? I couldn't tell. It, it felt like an alternative New York. Yeah. Um, it If it's not New York, it feels like a New York-ass movie. Like, they wrote it for New York, but then they probably kind of get, like, the permits to, like, film in New York. Yeah. Um, which is saying something, because you can film anything in New York. They shot it um, in L.A. Oh. It does kind of have, like, a L.A., like, a downtown L.A. kind of vibe, I guess. Probably on the Universal lot, because it says Universal City, and that's where... Universal is fucking Ivan Reitman produced. This yeah, movie. I was gonna say that, and there's like no information on the Wikipedia page about. Well, the only reason I picked up on that was because of um, he's in the credits when yeah. all the people are like holding their dogs. Yeah, but he's like there for maybe two seconds at most, and yeah. I'm and immediately I was like <clears throat> Ivan Reitman. <laughs> I googled him like yeah. Ivan Reitman Hotel for Dogs, and there's like no information to give him, and I thought I was yeah. like having a fever dream. But yeah, apparently he did. He executive produced, I believe. Yeah. Um. um also, <laughs> director Thor Frudendal check. Oh, did he do this? Yeah, Diary of a Wimpy oh, Kid. This was his first clue. feature. Good for him. He's a good uh, director for kids' movies. I think. He did um, this: Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. 
and then a coming of age movie with Anna Sophia Rob. Uh, Words on bathroom walls. It came out in 2020. Oh, I saw that. It was not Anna Sophia Rob. She's in it. No, she's not. Yeah, she is. I saw it. Okay. She's not in it. It's anyway. um, it's Charlie uh, Charlie Charlie Palmer. Yeah, and um, Taylor Andy Garcia. Russell. Yeah, and Anna Sophia Rob is a supporting. I swear to God, you're looking at the wrong movie. I'm literally not. Okay. Anyway, um, words on bathroom walls. Yeah. Um, keep talking. I'm looking it up. Okay, a really fun thing about the Wikipedia page. One is a line about the production, like not even in or the production section or anything, just like in the general, like forward to the Wikipedia page. It says nearly 80 boys auditioned for the role of Bruce before Austin was ultimately selected. Um, I do want to backtrack. And Sophia Rupp, I guess, isn't in the movie, but it's a very supporting cast. Um, and Garcia, I forgot, does play a priest in the movie. Um, uh. But I'm just used to Anna Sophia Robb being a lead due to uh, zillennial culture. But I guess I have to accept that she's no longer a leading lady. Um, I feel like I've said this before, but my first weekend ever living in Brooklyn, I took the subway to Williamsburg. And as I was getting off the subway, I saw Anna Sophia Robb in uh, overalls. And I was like, wow. Wow. I was meant to be here at this point. <laughs> New York, baby. Before um, I even watched HBO's <laughs> Girls, I was like, wow, this is just like HBO's Girls. Um, speaking of Bruce, which is a crazy-ass name for a child. Andy um, and Bruce, yes. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend thought that uh, Bruce was played... Because I told her we're doing for this movie, and yeah. she said, um, oh, Josh Hutcherson cinema. And I was Wait, like, okay. no. I thought the same. You thought she thought the, yeah, thought you thought the, same. the same. Yeah, yeah. Mandela um, effect. Yeah, that's crazy. That really is like a Mandela effect. As, uh... <laughs> and um, yeah, like it, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I always remember that it's the kid from Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, meanwhile, he's like iconic. Um, He's good in this movie. Uh, He has a pretty good performance. Um, I, they it's weird okay so this is a very mid-2000s very obvious movie like it feels very by the numbers like in the sense that like okay we gotta like market this movie to kids and what do kids like more than dogs Mm -hmm. but we need a lot of dogs it can't just be one dog movie it has to be a lot of dogs that's right we're gonna make a hotel for dogs and then on top of that we throw on some orphans yeah we throw in a funny comedic relief kid with curly hair who just says random shit. Yeah. Uh, a lot of pee and poop jokes. Yeah. Um, Don Cheadle for some reason. Yeah, always um, Don Cheadle. <laughs> always Don Cheadle for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, he has a funny ass role in this movie. Uh, just like, he does nothing except advance the plot when need be. Um, he barely does, though. He's just like, hey, guys. Well, he's just like, I can't. <laughs> you guys are going to get in trouble. And then he comes back and like, you guys are really gonna get in trouble this time. Also, and don't. you know, um, literally, I don't even know his name, but that Kevin guy. Dunn. No, what's his name? That guy, you know, Ugh. from <laughs> every Zillennial movie. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? Who are you talking about? Um, the oh, the like the love interest. Yeah. 
Oh, um, he's from Scott Pilgrim. I know he that. He is. He's in, like, so many things. Um, let me check. Johnny Simmons, I think his name is. Yes, it is. Johnny it is. Simmons. He's in uh, yeah. every single Zelenia okay, movie. Let's read this real quick. Ever. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Curse being a Wallflower. Jennifer's yeah. Body. 21 Jump Street. Evan Almighty. Um, let's see. Is he in anything else? I bet he was in probably... He was uh, in the to-do list. He was in... He was in the... Sh- yeah, oh, no, he, he was in the, in the short, short film. film. Yeah, he was Miles Teller's character in the short film. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, wow. I mean, it feels like he's really gonna be like the top, like, watched actor of the <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we are doing Purposing a Wallflower this year. Um, we have to, we yeah, have it's, to it's for the 10 year anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta he's, cry. I gotta he's cry. Probably out. in, um, a TV show that we watched. Yeah. Because that's just the vibe I'm getting. Uh, Actually, no. He's not? No, he plays a child predator in elementary. Oh, great. Um... <laughs> no, the only time he's ever been in TV shows is like... Um, like, one episode. And then he was in the show Girl Boss, the original Netflix series I watched when Netflix first started making original series. Honestly, um, King, King shit. I like him every time he pops up in movies. He's very funny in Scott Pilgrim. Um, every time I see him, I'm like that guy. Yeah, he's a he's a good screen yeah. presence. He was really good in that um, Stanford Prison Experiment movie um, yeah. from a few years ago. Very good movie. Very good performance from him. Um, he's one of those actors that's always in one of these movies, but he hasn't really broken out into like real movies. It doesn't seem mm-hmm. like, but every time he's on, in a movie, I'm like, oh, I'm happy to see him. Um, um, but you never remember his name. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he. Would, I don't know do what. Good. Yeah, I don't know his name. He would do good on a HBO show, probably. He would. Yeah, I'm gonna cast him in my first feature. Um, he needs to be a star. <laughs> um, Emma Roberts, check. Uh, yeah, Zelenial Cannon. I, I was just thinking, I'm going to edit her Wikipedia page one day to say that she won a uh, Zelenial Cannon award because the first <laughs> sentence in her Wikipedia page is she is the recipient of various accolades, including a Young Artist <laughs> Award, an MTV Mo- Movie and TV Award, and a Show West Award. I'm going to put in a Z Cannon Award for Best Actress. Didn't she win Best Villain as well? Yeah, best supporting actress, best villain. I'm pretty sure. Best villain, yeah. Yeah. Good for her, honestly. Yeah, no, I mean, I can, I can't really think of many other actresses from Z Cannon that are as like prominent as Emma mm-hmm. Roberts. Like in every era, like Nancy Drew on Fabulous, Hotel mm-hmm. for Dogs, Scream Four, a lot of heavy hitters there. Probably some stuff mm-hmm. I'm forgetting, like a lot of Zillennial movies. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think. Let me look. Um, she's in Aquamarine. Yes. Valentine's watched. Day. Yep. Yep. Um, Wild Child, which I've never seen. Oh, that's a classic. <laughs> um, it's kind of a funny story. Did you ever see that? Um, no. That's a that's with why... Lerman, right? No, uh, close. Craig. Here, Gil Gilchrist. Um, uh, kind of looks like Logan Lerman, right? You, you, yeah, you'd recognize. He's a white boy. Yeah, you'd recognize his face. Um, um, that's a very good movie. Um, very, very formative for Adam. 
I'm like um, shocked that I didn't see it because it came out around the same time as Parks being Wallflower, right? Uh, it came out 2010, so yeah, which, it's like yeah. around that. Yeah, yeah. I read the book when I was in middle school. I want to say mm-hmm. um, it's a very, very good book, and the movie um, is also very well made. Yeah, uh, Zach is in a rare dramatic performance, and he's yeah. fantastic in it. Yeah. Um, very, very. Good. That's actually Zillow Cannon. Maybe one day. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, no, has a big cast, and also okay. Wait, sorry. I, one thing before we move on from the cast, I was trying to remember the one girl's name, uh, Kyla Pratt. I yeah. was trying to remember because she's the, she's a Disney Channel gal. She's not only a Disney Channel gal, but she's also the daughter of Doctor Doolittle. Because I remember after Eddie Murphy left, she took over. She was the Doctor Doolittle after Eddie Murphy stopped making the movies. The so they daughter kept, of Doolittle. The, not even kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> She was in Doctor Doolittle three and Doctor Doolittle, uh, Tale to the Chief. Adam, I'm pretty sure you're the only person in the world who has seen those movies. I only saw them at like uh, summer camp. Um, yeah, because I remember like being so bored, and they owned like three movies there. They had, I remember Narnia, yeah. Mulan, yeah, and Doctor Doolittle three. <laughs> <laughs> um. And a lot of my friends like hate Narnia because of that movie, yeah, uh, or because of that uh, that summer camp because they watched it every day. If they stayed past like five p.m., <laughs> they put us in the TV room and just put Narnia on. So, um, I feel like um, when you're presenting media to children, and- um, it needs to be done like sensitively and like really like. Um, like trying to like lead kids in the right direction because kids don't necessarily have that like you know like reasoning you know like you can't really show them like flawed characters and like expect them to be like these characters are flawed like martin scorsese or something yeah no Um, i need to i need to show my kid a fucking tarkovsky movie Uh, but what i'm trying to say is this mm -hmm. movie pretty like flat out just teaches kids how to be criminals <laughs> <laughs> I, okay one thing i do remember because i don't have a lot of memories of what i felt when i watched this when i was a kid because mm-hmm. it wasn't even a theater movie for me i remember i think it was a blockbuster movie um even though i think i did want to see it in theaters yeah um i remember the f- one takeaway that i had was the, f- the thing with the fucking rocks at the beginning where they put it in the phone box yeah and, and i was like that's a rock. good idea yeah yeah, and <laughs> I was like, I've never thought of that before. <laughs> yeah, I think every kid universally thought that. Um, yeah. No, that's a very good point. Um, honestly, this is a very like anti-establishment movie. Yeah. Um, very much a defund your shelter ass movie, which I think is a kind of a toxic. Um, there is a sense to. Um, there's some good shelters out there. I mean, I think it's pro social worker. It's weird. Yeah, it's a little iffy because like the core are good but some of the fundamentals are like a little bit i feel like if you think about it like the like dog catchers could be like cops like metaphorically (laughs) um well that would be one thing if dog catchers were not literal people in the real world okay Um, wait i was thinking that so i don't think (laughs) (laughs) i don't think being a dog catcher is a real job i think it's a made-up job for villains to be written into kids movies specifically (laughs) millennial movies um yeah it's funny every time in this movie that a fucking i love the part where like they catch all the dogs at the hotel 
and then there was uh the dog catcher's just like chilling outside by the trucks like sunbathing and the, yeah the guy one guy's like what's going on out here where and are the he's dogs like, there's <laughs> there's no dogs there's no one <laughs> In the whole city, there's no dog. In the whole city. Yeah, these fucking Uh, kids, apparently, if I'm not mistaken, got every stray dog out of L.A. Yeah. Um, I love it. Um, Also, like, are there that many stray stray dogs running around? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like... Dare I say more? Yeah, probably. Um, There's a lot of stray dogs. (laughs) No, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like they're not that common. I mean, I guess, like, if they're on, like, the police scanner, like, trying to find stray dogs. But, um... Yeah, they, they do have a lot of uh, run-ins with stray dogs. Like, where yeah. it's just, like, by chance, they, uh... Yeah. The one that kind of... It was supposed to be, like, an awe moment, but it made me laugh, was when the kid... Or when the dog was, like, stuck underneath the, the gate. That I'm literally like, made so... me cry. I, well, I didn't, like, laugh. Funny. I didn't laugh at it because it was funny, but I was like... They're just like trying too hard to like get you. I'm yeah. like, shut up. Like... Fun fact: those <laughs> dogs are named Sebastian and Viola, which are the same names as the twins in uh, what's it called? Um, the fucking oh, she's the man. Oh, right. Based on uh, your least favorite, yeah, your least favorite writer's work. But Fuck Shakespeare. Yeah, circling back. <laughs> um. Two two types of people that only exist in Zillennial movies. Dog catchers and pawn shop owners that wear, like, cabbie hats that run around a corner and say, those kids right there. <laughs> and social workers, apparently. Um, but, yeah, yeah no, the, <laughs> those Cheadle kids right there. Social worker. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Uh, and then the older sibling yeah. is always, like... Oh, this guy's been following me all day. And then the younger kid always drops saying that they stole. Yeah. They or like up every time. Just like dropping your backpack and like every suspicious item that you own, just like spilling out all over the ground. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? Like where you're trying to hide something and then it just falls out to the worst person you could have shown it to? I don't think so. That I no, because it doesn't fucking happen. Yeah. Um, I it's so funny. I also this... like wasn't like a cr- like a criminal. <laughs> mm. I was. Um, I think these kids should be able to do whatever they want, though. I just thought that it was very bold for them to show literally children how to steal by literally shrink wrapping cell phones, like stealing like a cell phone. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, yeah. I was. I was shook. And also, when they use the uh, what do you call it in the public bathroom, the hand dryer. Yeah. To like <laughs> to like seal it back yeah. into the box and I, um, sell it. Yeah, again, like I said, when I was a kid, I remember going like, huh, at that. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, okay, like, it's funny because it's like an old cell phone box. If they did that in like a PS2 box, like, mm. kids would have copied that. Kids yeah. literally would have done that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, these kids get away with a lot in this movie. Um... Yeah. Also, like, out of nowhere, like, the brother is just like, a master like inventor which is very zillennial canon just like random inventions it's always the little brother yeah and another thing too is like i feel like we talked about this during meet the robinsons but like inventions are zillennial canon first of all yeah especially when it's um used to do a very simple task yeah like feeding a dog feeding a dog or uh, helping a dog poop um yeah 
Um, there's a lot of inventions in this movie that feel very i mean i get that it's a it's a movie called hotel for dogs for like yeah. 10 year olds i understand that but um it's also our job to talk about them seriously and I, uh yeah i will I think, say though like yeah sorry no go ahead um i will say though like uh props to them for making it a lot of like recycled materials um, it seemed a little <laughs> bit more believable and second of all if you took yeah. all of the montages of like watching the inventions work out of this movie it would probably be like 15 minutes long yeah there is a lot about montages in this movie yeah um, a lot of specifically uh, of like machines like dude so much poop in this movie so yeah. much poop um yeah. and I, I get this movie about dogs and i to an extent i appreciate the realism because that is like a reality they would have to face if they wanted to have a hotel for dogs yeah um also not to jump ahead but i was kind of confused at like the purpose of the hotel at the end because okay so what now they said if you guys want to live at the hotel to be stray dogs you have to do labor uh so um they're making the dogs work to live there at the hotel and then they became like a breeding compound for puppies i i thought it was maybe i missed reading it but i thought it was like fun they became capitalist at the end if i'm not mistaken yeah they became they went from anti-capitalist to capitalist yeah Uh, i think i'm over analyzing hotel for dogs but that was my that was my take on the end it's uh (laughs) yeah um (laughs) uh let me see what other uh what I'm saying is they're okay. bastards and they should be. Uh... Yeah. Um, I hate when there's like a dog romance line. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fucking my out. least favorite thing. Romeo. Romeo and, uh, and the, what's her name? Juliet. Probably, probably her name is probably Juliet, and you're that. angry about it. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> It's so stupid. Um, I didn't hate this movie. I thought, I think the overall, at the end of the day, the message is to shop or I, I shop, don't like get Shop, it. Don't, don't adopt. Adopt, don't shop. Or what's it called? Yeah. Adopt, don't shop. Which, okay. Yeah. I feel like um, that wasn't really the message though. Well, like, like, I think the core was trying to be, but I think the execution is like flawed. Because they didn't really talk about, like, the flaw in, like, buying a dog. They kind yeah, of but were it, just, it like... Does, it does, like, emphasize, like, stray dogs, I think. True. Yeah. Which... Yeah, it, it was basically telling around. kids, like, just just bring in stray dogs. Okay, honestly, like, their plan, though, at the end, even though it was, like, a little bit, like, ridiculous, it's, like, a pretty well-thought-out plan. Like, they never say anything about, like, putting dogs down, really. Like, oh, like, the dogs can be put down, but, like, there's, like, this, like, threat, like, looming over their heads, and, like, you kind of know what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But the whole plan of, like, okay, we're going to drive these dogs, like, out of the city, like, over the county line because there's a no-kill shelter there. It's, like, Mm -hmm. that's, like, pretty well thought out, honestly, for kids, you know? yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, and I like that it has to end with a giant uh, speech sequence um, yeah. about how good these kids are. And uh, it's from the social worker, of course, um, which I thought yeah. was funny. Um, they had to give 
Don Cheadle his um his Oscar scene, <laughs> his Oscar clip. Don Cheadle's like, Oscar clip for Hotel for Dogs. If you give him like <laughs> a monologue, like it's gonna be good regardless of what the material is. Like he's a very good actor. It's Don Cheadle. Yeah. Um, Hotel for one. Hotel Rwanda, Hotel for oh, no. Yeah, no. there's there's something there. No. Um, I'm pretty Not sure that. that was like pretty cool. I think it was like 07, this is 09. So he filmed, he was just on a hotel kick after. Um, oh my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. And then also, okay, so what was Jake T. Austin's Oscar clip in this movie? Um, Let's give everybody like an Oscar. a moment clip. where he was just like screaming and crying and he was like, no. Yeah, all child actors need a screaming Honestly, and crying and like, Another thing, too, like, it was pretty emotionally, not, like, moving, but, like, or, like, believable. But, like, the stakes were pretty high where it was, like, and it, like, felt, like, realistic where it was, like, we don't want to be separated as siblings. Yeah, I did like I that because like, yeah. a lot of these movies, it feels like you don't really buy the fact that these actors are siblings, but I did believe that they were siblings. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I felt it in that moment. Um, yeah. And also, okay, Lisa Kudrow check, <laughs> too. Yeah, she's Zillennial. Yeah, she's the um the foster mom and Kevin Doan's mm-hmm. the foster father. And I love this um little mini trope that is in some movies where a surrogate either a parent a surrogate parent a foster parent whatever is like obsessed with like music yeah or like they have a weird career choice that they're obsessed with and it prevents them from being a good parent to said kids yeah. of little canon um it's very specific and i'm not saying you're gonna find it in every zillennial movie but it's there it's a blueprint yeah <laughs> um and I, I like that um their entire True. thing in this movie is that they're dumb and yeah. the kids are smarter than them um and god and they make them like hungry man dinners every night oh god yeah <laughs> which hey i mean sign me up you know um, um i'm like, sorry uh i think you're fired from the pod after that one. Oh jesus um yeah i mean it's a very bare bones lineal movie i think you're hard pressed to find a more lineal movie because i feel like this was at the end of an era where dogs could sell a movie yeah well then again hey dog with Channing tatum this year i didn't it's, see it it's I a good movie it. it's a good movie. i mean you said that it would sell the movie and like i don't know one person who has seen it but you i mean it did good at the box office it, oh, like really? it nearly quadrupled its budget mm, interesting it um i mean me working at a theater i like can see true like, crowds and stuff i mean yeah. i'm not just saying i'm not basing it just off my theater but it stayed for a good while and like even into like week five week six it was like selling out mm-hmm. um granted in smaller theaters but it was like it performed well and it's a very good movie like i think most people that saw it liked it mm-hmm. um it's it's a very hard movie to dislike it's just literally a road trip movie with channing tatum and a dog mm-hmm. like dogs are likable channing tatum is likable Channing Tatum basically is like a golden retriever. So. He is, and I, I don't know. It's a good movie. Let me cry. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> That's all you could ever ask for. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good one, and but I think that is the genre that needs to be revived if it hasn't already. Yeah, um, dog movie. Because a Turner and Hooch type beat. 
Um, Isn't there a remake with like Josh Peck or something? It's like a series on Disney Plus. I didn't watch it, but yeah. Yeah, it's probably like a. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I can't imagine it's good. (laughs) I think it got canceled after one season, actually. I hope so. (laughs) I bet. Um, What's your favorite dog movie of all time? Um, oh, we gotta watch Marley and Me. That's not my favorite one. Okay, but... listen, I, I, I know this is not a very unique thing to say, but Marley and Me, generational trauma. Yeah. Like to, from all of us. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just I watched like... dog movies and Power of the Dog came up. That, yeah. Not a, not a Absolutely. Dog I haven't even watched that yet. It's very good, but there's not a dog in it. That sucks. <laughs> I'm watching that. Like, are you like, joking? Fuck this movie. <laughs> Kira, when she finds out that there's no dogs in Power of the Dog, bitch, you better punching be a wall right now. Oh my god. <laughs> we need to tweet that on the. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna read a few, okay? Um, a dog's purpose. Never seen it. Max. Never seen uh, Marmaduke. The one about... um, um, wait, which one? Max, is that the one about the army dog? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't uh, seen it. Bolt. Bolt. Oh, the Paul yeah. Walker movie, Eight Below. I haven't seen it, but Bolt is good. Yeah, I saw it once in theaters. I liked it. Um, Frank and Weenie. Mm-hmm. Creepy ass movie. Uh, cats and dogs, your favorite? Disgusting. I refuse to cover that. Oh, here's a uh, that's debatable. Um, okay, uh, this is an iconic Zillion movie. You ready? Mm. That we will be covering, by the way. What? Because of Win Dixie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, I actually have an email from a friend of the pod from like the first week of us doing this like asking us to do because of Windex. Do I know this friend? Yeah, yeah. Who? Who They've been on before. Tell me. Deirdre. Oh really? Yeah, they sent us (laughs) uh they sent us an email about it and we have yet to cover. Maybe they can come on again and uh Oh yeah, Diedrich, please come on from uh for because of Windexy. I would love to about that movie. That's a um that's a florida florida man movie oh that's a fucking florida ass movie um i very vividly remember seeing that after church one day Mm -hmm. um ass movie (laughs) that's what that movie is um god what a movie um so if when dixie marley and what's this one (laughs) called from this uh this movie um, Which one? The the main one, Friday? Is that Friday? Friday? Yeah. Who would win in a fight? Uh, Win Dixie's pretty like scrappy. Win Dixie is really scrappy. Marley. Um, Marley would just. Marley would fight. I. Win Dixie would fight. Marley would flight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Friday is in the mix, but the thing is, Friday in this movie, he would just call up his boys. That's what he would do. True, yeah. He has, like, an army of, like, 50 dogs. (laughs) It's the fucking Avengers Endgame with all the portals opening. It's all the fucking hotel for dogs. Did you see the video of, like, the portals opening? (laughs) No, wait, what is it? Walter White. (laughs) Yeah. 
I'll I'll watch you after this. Um, Somebody like made like a video about like it was like what I hope to see in the next like Avengers movie or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like the most random characters. Like it, it like it just slowly goes into like DC characters and then just like the most random people like John Wick. And then like towards the end of it, it's just like Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah. That's um honestly probably top five vines of all time for me. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. That's the funniest. Uh, <laughs> 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 um that's just a very funny visual. Um, mm-hmm. Friday alone on the battlefield, and then mm-hmm. then rings in when Dixie, mm-hmm. and then I forgot all the other dogs' names, but all the portals open up. Yeah, Hachi comes out. Yeah. Um, all the snow dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking weenie. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good. Uh... <laughs> yeah, give me a fucking good movie dog, please. Um, funny. My dog Skip. <laughs> Not my dog Skip. That's a sad fucking movie. That's a sad Beethoven. Movie. Beethoven and Airbud. All the Airbuddies. All the fucking Air. Yo, all the fucking super buddies. Fucking Santa Paws comes in on a sled. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> Santa Paws. Santa Paws. <laughs> I just need every dog movie to be uh, connected. <laughs> the ones from Good Boy, the Alien Dogs. Do you know what I'm talking about? Matthew Broderick. I thought you. Like... I thought you were gonna say the ones from Good Boys. I was like, I don't remember a dog in. No, that movie. Good Boy, singular, not plural. Mm. Uh, do you know that movie? I I believe so. Yeah. Matthew Broderick is like an alien dog sent yeah. to Earth to like judge humans. Bolt. Bolt. Um, Listen. <laughs> I'm not even getting to you. <laughs> the newcomer batch is there for some reason. Everyone's There's no dog. There's no dog in Power of the Dog. Lassie, Balto, Milo, and Otis. Are you um, just reading down? Yeah, I'm just list reading at this point. dog movies. Alpha, Rin Tin Tin, Shiloh, <laughs> White Fang. <laughs> Whatever that bitch's name is from Art of Racing in the Rain. Oh my uh, god. Hooch from Turner and Hooch. Best in show. As good as a C spot run. Um f- yo, okay, hold on. This is this is who's gonna save the day, okay? What? Firehouse dog. That's the Captain America <laughs> <of> R Avenger. <laughs> no wait. Oh, that's the Josh Hutcherson dog movie. Yes. That's it. Firehouse dog. Yes. Wow. I'm glad that we talked about this because I would not have gotten to that point if we had not gone through every dog movie imaginable. <laughs> oh wait, you wanna know who the Iron Man is? That's the Captain America. Who? The Lost Portal opens up. It's Tim <laughs> Allen and he morphs into the Shaggy Dog. No, 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 no. Oh, Remember how fucking gross it is in that movie where he morphs into the dog for the first time and you see like the fucking um the mini dogs bite his blood cells? Yes. We should just do dog month. My yes. Um my <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna question it, yes. Um my my least favorite um thing in cinematic history is how 
in that movie, they tried to give the dog from Shaggy Dog Tim Allen's eyes. Yes. It's the worst thing ever. It's so scary. It's terrifying. I hate it. Um, a bad dogs. movie. Um, I, I like uh, my favorite movie dog is, uh, is that Robin Williams and John Travolta? Yeah, right? Old dogs? Yeah, but there's yeah. there's... There's a dog in it, but it's not really no, a focal point. They are the old dogs. Yeah, they are the old dogs. That's They're what dogs. I was that's what I didn't know when I was a kid. Yeah. I thought there was gonna be old dogs in the movie. And there are for like two scenes. Probably. But then the rest is just shenanigans, which I was not happy about. Yeah. If I saw Power of the Dog when I was twelve, there would have been, been so upset. It would have been a lawsuit, let me tell you. And I would have run. Okay. Um <laughs> Wait, so all these dogs that we talked about, I'll just check out the hotel for dogs. Um like Avengers Campus, but for dogs. Yeah. Um, Except like instead of the shitty like Avengers theme, they just play like the shitty score of this movie, which is the exact same score that every two thousands movie has. Wait, we missed a big one. What? Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Oh my god. And all of the <laughs> all of the other like aren't they like his puppies? Like he has like God, we need to do Dog Month. Remember, um, in in game when like uh they open that one portal and like eighty different people walk out. Yeah, that's all the um, Beverly Hills Chihuahuas. Well, another one opens and it's all the Dalmatians, all hundred and one. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. From Spots London Adventure or whatever. This is. <laughs> the fox and the hound walk out. Okay, we're done. We can't. I'm cutting us off. We're. <laughs> Moral of the story is there are just too many movies about dogs. No, not enough. Not enough. Channing Tatum walks out. (laughs) You you said there are uh, too many movies about dogs? Let me give you one more. (laughs) Not enough. (laughs) There's not enough movies about dogs. Um, Personally speaking, at least. I I can take a few more. A few hundred more. This year alone. 101 more. Please. This summer. At minimum. Live yeah. action. 101 Dalmatians. Okay, because, like, the post credit scene for Krilla set it up. I. Hot take. Is this a hot take? I kind of loved that. I thought it was movie. pretty cool. Like, very good movie. usually I would have. Like, especially the post credit scene is what I'm saying. Like, usually I would be like, oh, come on. Like, for something that's like that, like, on the nose. Like, hmm, I'm going to write this song about Cruella. But, like, genuinely, I think it was, like, so well cast and so, like, good that I was just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's pretty epic. And I hope they just don't do anything with this, which they definitely will. Will they? Was Cruella a big hit? Yeah, I think so. I I knew, like, critically it was well received, but I didn't know financially it. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, sure. I would be cool with it. I, if Craig Gillespie came back, because he was part of the reason why the first one was good. I um, can't believe people were like clowning on the fact that like her mom got killed by Dalmatians or whatever. I feel like it was pretty effective in the movie, I think. Um, like yeah. it wasn't like a revenge story. It was literally like revenge on that woman, not revenge on the dogs. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all it was. Um, it's just I, like it's ridiculous. I thought it was a very fun movie. I remember Justice on the um, on the uh, on the what did we talk about with girls like us? Um, Ice Princess. Ice Princess. We were clowning on Cruella because I think we did that like the week before. Yeah, when it felt like a fake movie. Yeah, we're like, this is not a real movie. And then we both saw it and we loved it. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the one thing that keeps me back from saying that I think um, they would do it is Emma Stone really going to do another one? I think so. Okay. I mean, sure. Didn't, didn't they announce one? They, they, they didn't announce any. Oh, wait, they announced a Cruella 2, but not an actual Dalmatian movie. Cruella 2. Yeah. Cruella 2. Tuella. Tuella. Uh, just do a Dalmatian remake and call it a day. Too Fast Tuella. Too Fast Tuella. Um, God. I. <laughs> this is a chaotic podcast. Um, Wait, have we had a podcast episode since, like, the director of Fast and Furious left? <laughs> <laughs> no. and, and Vin Diesel what's... has been like holding the cast hostage yeah there's that video with uh, Natalie Emmanuel that uh, he yeah. did um, and she looks like concerned for his like well-being yeah. um, I uh, I love Vin Diesel but I um, I think I need to step in I think I need to step in handle the situation I think I can make everybody happy I think I can please both sides um, I like I like missed like a week of like news on Twitter when I was like working on my thesis mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize until like yesterday like I was like wait did they like hire a new director yet <laughs> or are they just like all hanging out on set like being held hostage by Vin Diesel and Sean's like no like there's a new director and I was like oh I had no idea yeah um I think it's like I said I think it's a pretty shitty move that they didn't hire me to do it yeah um, I'm I'm like shocked that Vin Diesel is not directing it Literally, too, like, shocked. Bit. He it directed kinda... a short film um, in between t- one and two, I believe. Vin Diesel? Yeah, it's, it's canon to the franchise. I didn't know that. That's yeah, why. it's like, it, it's about, like, Dom after the events of the first movie. It's a very short film. Oh. Um, you, you can find it online. It's on the, because I looked, um, I found this out the other day. I knew about the short film, but I didn't know he directed it. Mm-hmm. Until I looked it up because someone suggested that Vin should direct the movie. Yeah. And then I realized he directed that short film. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's called um, Los Bandoleros, I oh. uh, believe. And it's, oh, it's 20 minutes. Um, yeah, it tells, tells the backstory of how the fourth movie started. So in between one and four. I'm just imagining like a film directed by Vin Diesel and it's just like the quality of like a school project. Like, I'm not saying that he'd be, like, a bad director. I just think that, like, he's just here to have fun. Um, I think he... Well, the thing is, that's not even the case. Because, like, he's a very... Sort of fast movie. It'd be the most fast, furious movie ever. No, exactly. He, he, like, gives so much of a shit about, That's like, why I everything. was shocked that he wasn't directing it. I was like, okay, that's, like, the only move, right? Like, for somebody to leave based on creative differences <laughs> and looking miserable in a video with Vin Diesel, like, Vin Diesel's definitely just gonna take this movie over. Well, I, um, I read the Variety article about the situation, because, like, um, there was a piece about, uh, how Justin Lin and, um, Vin Diesel, like, feuded mm-hmm. on set. Um, Which is insane apparent- to me after all this time. Yeah, apparently, um, apparently, like, it's just Vin's, like, on set, like, producing, like, he, he's, like, way too hands-on, apparently, mm-hmm. that, like, directors can't have creative freedom, and um, the Variety uh, writers said, like, so you may be, like, wondering why doesn't Vin just step in behind the camera as he has yeah. credits in the past and he knows the franchise better than anybody else, 
but he said apparently universal execs are too scared to give him that much power <laughs> they need <laughs> like, <I'm>... <laughs> to oh my god they need to do that <laughs> they're too afraid to give them the complete keys to <laughs> like they they're afraid they're, they're, no they're scared of... <laughs> they're literally scared because <laughs> so they know they know he has the too much power <laughs> <laughs> that's why yeah. remember when eight was coming out and he was like i guarantee it i swear on my grave this will win best picture of the academy <laughs> He's the funniest person alive. <laughs> and the funny thing is, he means all of it. He's yeah. so he believes it, and so do I. Um, that's the funny part too. Is that I, I think it. I think the funniest thing about me being like, we haven't had a podcast episode since the news came out. Um, is that like I like texted you for like two seconds about it. I was like, sorry for your loss, and you just never answered. <laughs> well, um, because I was like. I was on watch, you know what I mean? Like, I was, like, people were concerned for my well-being. I had to be, like, under surveillance mm-hmm. to make sure that I wasn't, you know, doing anything crazy. Um, popping Coronas while driving, you know? Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, I got over it pretty quickly, and I just accepted the fact that it's going to rule no matter who's behind the camera. That's what mm-hmm. I have come to accept. Um, although I won't lie, I will miss Justin Lin because he's a very, he, he is the best director in the Fast franchise. Like he knows the, what to do the best. That's why five, six, like those are like the all timers, you know, because mm-hmm. he knows the franchise so well. Um, but I'm still excited. I don't care. I really don't yeah. care. Um, <laughs> does that make me a show? Probably. But. <laughs> This has been known. Um, yeah. If you're listening known. to this pod, you know. We're just going to really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Hello, friends. Do you love movies? Do you just spend your days thinking about how much you love to watch them? the good ones, and even the bad ones everyone told you not to like. It sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies, so much so that they've dedicated every waking moment of their life to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the cinematic achievement that is the 2001 classic Josie and the Pussycats, to comfy sweatshirts that serve as a call to arms for all those in support of making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors, like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Superyaki joyously brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Superyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. As a special treat to our listeners, we have a discount code. In all caps, enter SUPERZILLENNIAL at checkout for 10% off. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies, guys. Um, my question is, mm-hmm. has Vin ever visited the Hotel for Dogs? He probably does, like, charity work for it. Um, I think he supports it because it's a family organization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a family business. Why isn't he a social worker if he likes family so much? Vin? Or? The Dom. 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 
I feel he's too, like he's too busy robbing banks. <laughs> Imagine if like that's how. <laughs> Imagine if that's how the series ends. Is he's like, I'm gonna go back to college and be a social. Worker. <laughs> I'm gonna go back. <laughs> he's fucking fifty two. He he turns to the camera and says, "I'm going back to college." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you like that I hijack every episode and turn it into a? It's like in a. It's like in Hill House when Theo's like, I'm gonna get my fucking PhD. <laughs> but that's the ending of um that's the ending of uh you know. Fast. I really won't be satisfied in Fast Eleven if like portals don't open. Yeah. And like every character that you've ever seen, like Devin Aoki, um mm-hmm. uh CGI Paul Walker, um mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Helen Mirren. Yeah. Um, uh, everyone that's ever died in this series. Uh, Gal Gadot. Um, um, who? Yeah, Gal Gadot. Gal, is, that who, is that who you're talking about? I don't even remember. Yeah, her and... <laughs> I haven't watched those movies in like a year. Oh yeah, right. Because you We stopped. never finished them, yeah. Which is so funny to me. Yeah. You're all such a momentum. I know. I started watching them like summer 2020. Yeah, then you just like gave and up and stopped. it pissed me off. Yeah, because we yeah. bought all of them on Blu-ray so that we could watch them all. But you know, I remember Sean being so concerned. He was like, "Are we gonna? Am I gonna catch up in time?" The answer is no. You're not. You're not <laughs> gonna do it. <laughs> literally, I feel like something <laughs> happened like the week that it came out or something. That we like couldn't go to the movies. Was that 2021? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm rewatching them all right now with the uh, with the GF, and um, I think she's happy about it. She just gave me a thumbs up. I think she's happy about it. Maybe. Um, that's all I could ever want for you. <laughs> someone that's like tolerates it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm i so sorry to the listeners that have to endure another Fast and Furious talk when they thought I hearing think, Hotel for Dogs content. I think they kind of love it. Otherwise, they, they wouldn't think... be listening. <laughs> Not to speak for all the listeners. Hey, personally, I don't speak for people, but that's just because I'm a feminist. Um, I... <laughs> Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts about this stupid movie? I don't know. I mean, it's like fine. I don't know. Like, um, it's like okay. Yeah, I um, it's a I, very. When I said fucked up, I didn't mean like poop. Yeah, there's a lot of poop. I'll give you that. But is it fucked up? Mm, I don't know if it's fucked up. Yeah. Um, I think. It's like a very nothing movie, and I mean that in not a derogatory way. No, yeah. Um, no, I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I feel very similarly where I like I didn't have like a hate or even disliking of the movie. Yeah. Like I won't even like. like I mildly enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I, it was it's fine. A, it's a very easy watch. Yeah. Um, I kind of split it into two viewings. Yeah. I fell asleep um sunday night to like 30 mm-hmm. ish minutes into it and then i finished it yesterday mm-hmm. um and and I, I, that was fine i didn't miss out on anything i don't think um mm-hmm. and it was uh it's yeah it's completely 
it's completely serviceable. It's what you'd expect from a 2009 dog movie starring mm-hmm. Emma Roberts, for better or worse, depending on your mileage. Um, I don't know. It's. I think the issue with it is that like it feels so heavy-handed with its like commentary. Yeah. That I think it forgets to be sincere. I think it was pretty sincere. Oh, okay. Well, I'll go fuck myself, I guess. Um, I... (laughs) I don't know. Um, Yeah, it's, like, fine. I don't know. It's a movie. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Now, I do remember the book. Did you ever read the book? I think I tried to. I was very much, like, the type of kid that was, like, I'm gonna go to the library and take out the book of this movie that I just saw and be, like, that was different, and then, like, return it without finishing it. You want to guess where I bought the book for this movie from? Borders. Close. So close. You're on the right um, uh, on the right track. But uh, the answer, unfortunately, is the Scholastic Book Fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> um, I was like, what is more zillennial than Borders? <laughs> oh, of course, the Scholastic Book Fair. Scholastic Book Fair, yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Are you really an American child if you have not been to a Scholastic Book Fair? I think the answer is no. Are you um, even an American child if you haven't showed up without money to this class? Um, one time I showed up without money and my teacher paid for my book. That's really nice. Yeah, she was super nice about it. Um, uh, I don't remember what book it was. I remember, um, what do you call it? My, my mom like hated it because she was like, it's a good cause, but like I can get it cheaper at Borders because they overpriced the shit out of those books. They did, yeah. They really did. They upcharged the fuck out of those books. Remember um, when you went to the register and they had all like the toys up there and the posters and shit? Yeah, and like and the, the erasers kids... that smelled like uh, chocolate. And all yeah. the kids that like didn't fucking read, they would only go in there and like buy posters and like erasers mm-hmm. and shit. They wouldn't go to the book section. Mm-hmm. Um, all the juvenile delinquents. Literally. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like Bernie when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> all the juvenile delinquents um, <laughs> um i missed that i um i passed by a school you miss bernie no uh scholastic Same. book fairs oh, okay. well i mean i do yeah i do kind of miss bernie i really miss i'm missing him on the news like every day um, all the time um no but i like i passed this by podcast endorses I passed by a school not too long ago that had like a scholastic book fair. Uh-huh. And I was like, can I just click go? Yeah, right. No, and I was like, can I? Like, is that allowed? Because it's like Where a Tuesday they... night. Where did they hold yours? Was it like in a classroom? It was in the library. Okay. Mine in elementary school was behind the stage. Hmm. At like in like the gym that had like it was like the gym slash auditorium. Oh, it was yeah. backstage, and that was like the coolest thing in the world to me. Well, I think at my elementary school they held it in the um library because my library is divided into like two sections. Mm-hmm. There was a side of the library that no one ever used because it was like textbooks and shit mm-hmm. that like we didn't need because all those classrooms were like stocked on them. Yeah. Um, and then the other side of the library was remained open. Yeah, for um for kids to actually check out books, um. But I remember, yeah, it was like just like the left side of the mm-hmm. library that was the book fair. Um, yeah. I mean, it would only make sense to like put the book fair in the library, right? Um, 
but I remember uh, in middle school, I believe, mm-hmm. I think they still have them in middle school, if I'm not mistaken. I think mine was, I think it was in the gym, like mm-hmm. yours. Because I, I think I distinctly remember that we had to like go outside all those days. We couldn't play inside in the basketball yeah. court. I just thought Can that we it make was that like, up to, yeah. It was just like so magical to just like go backstage and there was just like a book fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I I miss it. I want to go back. Yeah. Um, when you're in Florida in a few months, um, can you please like hunt down a scholastic book fair for me and we can go? We'll together. do a live pod from the we'll just... <laughs> live from the scholastic book fair. A live podcast in the scholastic book fair at a random elementary school in Florida. Yeah. Um, I cannot they think of a better, more Zillow Canon setting than that. We would um, literally except... get kicked out. Except for maybe a hotel for dogs. That's the only At more. the titular hotel for dogs. No, I wish we could have done like a live commentary on Shrek 4D. That's like something <laughs> that literally we are we could, missing. We should have. Yeah. Or like I had the a, DVD somewhere. A live honest. commentary on the Fast and Furious ride. Okay, but like I it's can only so imagine. Loud. It's so it's loud. So loud. Yeah. Well we could we could record in the queue. I feel like I brought up like a live commentary that we should do. It was like a slow moving ride. I don't remember though. I have no clue. Maybe it was Fast and Furious. Um, I just remember when I was on the Fast and Furious ride, I was like trying to send you a video of what was happening. But it was like blurry (laughs) because there were like 3D glasses and you just heard like Vin Diesel like, come on. And I was like, whoa. I like that he's the size of the helicopter that he jumps onto. It's incredible. It's he so like good. weighs it down. Yeah, incredible um, ride. I think. Okay, so if we had to record at Supercharged, I know the perfect area to record at, if Universal would allow us to do so. Um, so you know, before you go into the garage, like the outside area. No, I didn't go on the one in Florida. Well, maybe it's the same layout. I'm not sure. Um, no, the okay, Universal, the Universal. <laughs> In Hollywood, Fast and Furious is literally in the middle of the studio tour. Like, you're driving on the tram, and you pull into a garage, and then, like, it, like, locks in, and it's literally a tunnel of screens. Like, the Kong ride, the Jaws ride, um, Fast and Furious, like, that's all just, like, part of the studio tour. Well, in Florida, there's a... There's a um, there's a segment of the uh, queue where you like walk through his like backyard, which makes no sense because growing into a garage that's oh my not God. part of his house. Yeah. Um, but there's like a barbecue area and mm. a little table, like as if it's the cookout. So I feel like we should record there at the picnic table. Yeah, the at the family, the Toretto family barbecue. We should record yeah. there at yeah. the Universal Orlando Resort. Um, Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna... texting you a picture. Please do. Um, I just said. You got it. Um, that's something. Hold on. Oh, that's just, so. Uh... It's so sexy. The red <laughs> lights. The the Dodge Charger. The because because this is a because this is not a visual medium. That probably sounded like extremely ridiculous. Okay, it's a picture of me at Halloween Horror Nights standing <laughs> because they like turned it into like a scare zone like right in front of like fast and furious supercharged and that was like a safe area like behind it 
Um, and I didn't want to get scared, so that's just me standing in the red light, pointing at uh, Dom's car, mm-hmm. and just yeah, standing there pointing at it. Um, I think we need to like pull a paper town if you know what I. If you ever read that book, it's yeah, like, climb over hours. the fence. Yeah, yeah, which is so funny to me because like if you've ever been to SeaWorld, those fences are fucking tall. <laughs> like you'd never survive that drop. Um, yeah. No. But um, we should do that and like just steal all the Fast and Furious cars. Remember in Fast Five when they like steal the cars? Yeah. From the police compound. Yeah. Um, that's what we should do, but from Universal. Um, um I think that's where our live pod should be after hours in that little <laughs> area where the cars are parked in front of Fast and Furious Supercharged. What movie are we going to talk about? Fast. Just a re- redux of Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um. That's. I mean, hey, we didn't count in the hat. What? Three times at this point. No, we'll we'll sit on the Fast and Furious cars and talk about Firehouse Dog. <laughs> that would be the ultimate Z Cannon moment. I think we could get away with like recording Firehouse Dog in a fire station. I think we could, yeah, and like yeah. interview our local fire. We should actually um, record Firehouse Dog in a burning house. <laughs> I think. Um, I... <laughs> Did I ever tell you? Um, so I was just episode. gonna. What? This yeah. will be our last episode. Um, I was what? just gonna like mention. I was gonna say like the burning house from that like terrifying moment in Spider Man. Um, you know, when, like, the Green Goblin is, like, pretending to be, like, the crying baby or whatever. No, he, he's pretending... Okay, fact check, liberal. Um, he's <laughs> pretending to be an old woman um, that needs saving, because he's going, help me, help me! And then... Um, okay. Okay, stop trying to destroy me with facts and reason. Um, check me, liberal. <laughs> so, I forgot I was going to tell you. So, my professor, I don't remember how we got on this topic... But in class, he, like, randomly started, like, acting out, like, Aunt May's death scene. Like, he was trying to, like, relate it back to, like, something that we were reading in a book. And he just started, like, he, like, knelt down and, like, started, like, praying, like, in, like, an old woman voice. And then he, like, acted out, like, the Green Goblin, like, exploding. (laughs) Honestly, king shit. In the middle of class. King shit. Really? Um, I love that. Uh, <laughs> I I can't believe I didn't tell you that. Yeah, I'm just very surprised you didn't tell me that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, I oh God, this makes I like how we were talking about better movies. Yeah, Fast and Furious. I mean, Spider-Man. like I said, it's like a nothing movie. You can only Firehouse say so Dog. much about it. Yeah. Um. Firehouse Dog. Now that's a dog movie for you. That's a that's cinema baby. Yeah. I I distinctly remember getting Firehouse subs after seeing Firehouse Dog. Was there like a promotional tie-in? No, I just went. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So I feel like movies are back, and something has shifted. Like something is back to normal in some way. Mm-hmm. So I was saying to Sean. After we saw Doctor Strange, not going to give any opinion on Doctor Strange on the pod anymore. Um, So I was like, he was like, oh, it's like cool to see like a big summer blockbuster. And I was like, 
I feel like Marvel movies, I don't consider them to be big summer blockbusters because there's always new Marvel movies. I feel like summer blockbuster season is back because of Top Gun. And something is back to normal in the universe because there is an Applebee's Top Gun, like, brand partnership. I saw that and um, I lost my shit. That feels so right and it feels so zillennial and it feels like... It's something that doesn't happen anymore other than the Little Caesars Batman thing. Although, to be fair, they did have an Applebee's movie promotion last year with Jungle Cruise. I did not know that. It was a very small campaign, but if you ordered The Rock's tequila at at Applebee's, (laughs) he would give you a free movie ticket for Jungle Cruise. They have The Rock's tequila at Applebee's? Yeah, I forgot the name of it, but I remember this. You can look it up. It it wasn't as prominent of a campaign, uh, but... (laughs) um yeah top gun is really fucking good um i it comes out uh next week um for anyone listening the week of this pod um see it in imax if you can or dolby whatever the loudest screen is near you see it like as big as possible i'm very excited i can't believe you saw this movie like you can say it it doesn't matter anymore three years ago yeah i (laughs) it doesn't matter i don't think they're gonna come after me at this point um yeah, no, I mean, I saw pre-COVID. Um, I can't say anything about the cut that I saw, but um, I'm excited to see it again. Um, and see if it was actually the final cut that you saw. I don't think it, well, I mean, definitely wasn't, but I, I won't talk specifics to actually honor my NDA. But um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see the final cut of it. That's all I'll say, because the cut that I saw was very, very good. Um, and uh Tom Cruise is just about the last remaining Hollywood star, I think. Yeah. Um, Him plus that Applebee's tie-in, baby Hollywood is back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is an Applebee's ass movie. Like you, you see it with your dad, and then you like go to Applebee's after. I miss um, Applebee's so much, dude. I went to Applebee's not too long ago, and I had a great time. Um, I uh, I had um, what do you call it? Uh, I had boneless wings for the appetizers, and I had a burger mm. for my entree. And I never, I, I never get dessert, but I had ice cream for dessert. It was good. It was really good. Um, yeah. This pot is also sponsored by Applebee's, much like Top Gun Maverick. I wish. Oh my god, I can go for a two for twenty right now. <laughs> with the chocolate um, lava cake for dessert. <laughs> yeah, you got me talking Applebee's, man. Now I'm getting hungry. Um, god, I. <laughs> I love Applebee's. It's so fucking good. I don't care. It's just, it's the same thing like when people are like, who's keeping the Applebee's in business? Me. Me. I am. I think the same thing when I hear Long John Silver's. Me. It's me. I'm the one keeping them in business. Oh my god. I haven't had that since I was like four. I keep it in business the one time a year that I go. They close down near me. A lot of them have closed down near me, but I will take the drive to the nearest one um, because I'm mm. a supporter not a hater um y'all fucking with the taco bell a and w combo there is no a and w near me there's only one in like my local airport and it's like always closed and i don't even go to that airport i go to the city that's the saddest thing you've ever told me kira um the best a and w ever had was in the florida mall and it, it fucking slapped it was really good i gotta go it's so good. It's so good. How? Um, okay, wait. Hold on. New idea for a live pod. Mm-hmm. 
that uh, giant McDonald's that serves pizza in Orlando. I um I almost <laughs> went. Well, I was about to go to that place on this coming Thursday, um, because I'm going to that theater on I Drive mm-hmm. to see Men. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I even made plans with the GF and everything. I was like, let's go, let's go to the mm-hmm. the three story McDonald's, the arcade, and the pasta. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I don't think I, I can deal with tourists. I don't think I can do it. They're probably. Are there really that many tourists at that McDonald's? On I Drive. Yes. I, I've only driven past it. No. International Drive is like tourist central. Yeah. Mm. There's more tourists near there than there are in like literal Disney. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's terrible every time. Can't do it. Won't do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is that it for Hotel for Dogs? I think so. When I when I come to Orlando, um, I'm staying at the Hotel for Dogs. I can't even finish. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking Jake T. Austin is gonna be dressed as a twelve year old, and he's gonna be like thirty seven. He's literally uh, like wearing the Tower of Terror like bellhop hat at one point. <laughs> Cosplaying. Yeah. Um, Tower of yeah. Terror, but it's at the Hotel for Dogs. That's a that's a fucking tie-in. That's a yeah. that's a spinoff or whatever they call it, crossover. Yeah, a multiversal crossover event. So true. This is my multiverse of madness. Um, <laughs> my multiverse of madness. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, where can everyone find you online, Kira? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at garlic emoji. Wait, you usually go first. I do go first. Yeah. You're darn right. Um, Adam uh, underscore not Sandler on Twitter and uh, other podcast, Aggressively OK. Um, also our website, aggressivelyok.com, where mm-hmm. we do written reviews. Um, we saw a lot of movies this past week. Uh, Joey saw Min tonight. He's doing nice. Top Gun tomorrow, so he's going to have reviews up for that. Um, I saw Downton Abbey because I'm a good boyfriend. And uh, without even having seen the other movie or the show, um, I thought I lost, but let me tell you, it's kind of delightful. Um, so I wrote a review for that. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Chip and Dale, by the way. Oh my God, it's so good. You've uh, seen it? Yes, I've seen mm-hmm. it. I have a review up probably tomorrow, I think, is when the embargo breaks. Incredible. Um, I can't wait. So, with this post, I'll have the review up. Did you watch it um, in the theater? No, it's a Disney Plus movie. I know, but I mean, so I got a screener for it. So, yeah, yeah, no, I got a screener for it, and um, it's hilarious. It's delightful. It's weird. It's weird as hell. I love it. Um, it's the most I've ever felt like Roger Rabbit has like a movie has ever gotten to Roger Rabbit. I'm so excited. It's so good. It's really you're gonna love it. Sean's gonna love it. I know he is. I I don't know why I was thinking of Sean like most of the movie. It just felt like a very Sean movie. Yeah, it's extremely his, extremely his shit. If he likes the trailers, he's gonna love the movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's uh, I don't know if you need some Adam recommendations in nice. the next few weeks. Those are some good ones. Um, yeah. Yeah, Top that's it. Um, right. you can follow me on Twitter at garlic emoji you can follow us on twitter at zillennial canon on instagram at the zillennial canon mm-hmm. um give us some reviews and some money you can find <laughs> us at uh the local applebee's uh yeah 
doing the Top Gun Maverick promotion. Uh, what is the promotion? Even that would, e- 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 that would be a good it? live pod. I think it's like you get something. Well, yeah, <laughs> you like buy something and you get a free ticket to Top Gun Maverick. Okay, cool. Um, maybe I'll do that. Um, yeah, that's the next pod. Live from an Applebee's. Mm-hmm. The week of Top Gun Maverick. I wish Top Gun was selenial. It's not really. Yeah, no. It's like mid eighties, I think. So yeah. It's the most 80s thing I've ever seen in my life. It's so good, though. If you haven't seen it, treat yourself. It's so I fun. love it so much. Um, all right. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, it's my pick, so um, be prepared for, like, honestly, probably Firehouse Dog at this point. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do Firehouse Dog next week. But uh, we'll see. All right. Well, all right. Bye, guys.